0: Hey, what's up? Emergency golf show. Solo Dolo booked me a solo Monday morning tea time. Doing this before I do the fan morning show on a holiday Monday. That's the level of dedication bringing to you guys. I don't know. I was about to say that Brooks Koepka dedication, but I think the whole point is that he doesn't feel like he needs all that. What a win for him. What a PGA championship. We are halfway through our major season in 2023 and first things first we we got to talk about the lead story Michael block no I'm kidding I'm kidding I'll talk about him in a second we got to talk about Kepka I can't believe I'm gonna say this and this is a question I'll I'll pause it for McKee when we uh when we talk on Saturday of course back with our regularly scheduled time and I hope he's uh he's hitting them straight up in the sound this weekend is did Brooks Kepka just become the golfer of his era, passing Rory McElroy by winning one more career major than him? I think that's going to be an interesting conversation. Obviously, you know, those guys still have at least a decade of career to play out, at least for one of them. So we'll see uh, the five versus four. A lot of people will say, ah, rings, baby. Of course he's better. He just won one more major. You look at the tour wins. You look at what he meant to the game. You look at the place a guy like Rory will hold versus Kepka's own place, which has been precarious at times, but you can never, ever, ever argue with results. So, I mean, first things first, just kudos to Kepka. He's back, baby. The game of golf is in an infinitely, infinitely better place when Brooks Kepka is this guy, chest out, but also not. Chest out implies you're putting it out for other people going, yeah, look how tough I am. His whole thing is he doesn't really care. Do you, bro? I think is, is exactly how he would kind of put it. I love having Kepka back. I think another question that's going to come out of this, and my buddy McKee threw it out there. What does this mean for Liv? Nothing. Kepka was the one guy on Liv whose whole thing was, I don't care about these week-to-week tournaments. The other guys at least paid lip service to caring before they went. So it doesn't show me that live guys can win. Live can definitely hold it up and say, look, we're the home of a current major winner. And he won it. Well, he was a live golfer. I think that bodes well for them in terms of how they feel about themselves. But anybody tuning into the CW or wherever it is, you can get it. I don't even know if it's the CW anymore to watch next weekend or whatever it is they play next. Cause I don't know, probably the weekend, probably right before the next major, the U S open. Oh, up against my beloved RBC Canadian open. So I don't even care about the next live event, but is anybody tuning in because live has a winner? No, no, they're not. Okay. I'm sorry. It's not happening. The one way, the one way you could spin this as a win for live. I think Obviously, yes, they will hold it up as one. But I think does it actually change anything moving forward? The only way it does is if somebody pick your guy, I don't know, a Justin Thomas, says, huh, you can you can win without all the in-between tour stops. Hmm. But that's not gonna happen. The dam has been set. The exodus is done. Guys are not going anymore. If anything, guys kind of want to come back. So I don't look at this as some sea change moment for live and everything that they want to accomplish. Good for them, they'll hold it up and I know I know live people will say, "Ah, what a great win for us. I don't think it changes a thing. Uh, in terms of Kepka's play, I thought this thing was going to be over by about whole eight just had that feel early Connors sputtering Hovland, not so much sputtering himself, but not taking off the way Kepka did. He got it to eight under. And I want to say Connors and Hovland were tied at five under. That was pretty early on. And you're thinking, oh man, am I going to, am I going to have to go do something with my family? Cause I can't sell this being important for work anymore. Oh, and thank goodness. Victor Hovland saved the day, uh, made it attorney, but, Kepka was the one guy in the field. And I say this even more so than Rory, where if he gets running away with it, that was always the age old question about Tigers. What does he do? What does Tiger do? Is it something about him running away from the field or does everyone kind of collapse around him? And it was really everyone collapsing around him more so than him having these incredible Sunday closes. And kepka has been the first guy in a long, long time that seems like he's had that kind of aura. About him and it was fun to see really fun to see havlan say cool i'll take your aura i am not bothered by it uh that's probably because he seems like the most unbothered individual of all time uh certainly not bothered by the questionable wardrobe choices and uh, he even said as much there loved having him in the mix you know this is a guy who i think for a while now i'll i'll well i was about to say i'll lump myself in with myself but i can't do that i'll speak for myself is i guess what i want to say the Victor Hovland is a guy who I think when you see him at the top heading into the weekend in a major championship, you go, Oh, where's this going to go wrong? Is the driver going to get swirly? Is the putter going to misbehave? Are there going to be some gacky chips? And I mean, yeah, he did do the Corey Connors and try to hit his ball into the core of the earth late down the stretch, but that's, that's a mental mistake. That's going to happen to guys. This wasn't a Hovland performance that we've seen in the past. And honestly, the more times he throws himself into the mix here, Now, this is the Tony Finau conversation, is eventually he's going to get one. Now, Hovland's been in the mix. I think if you just look at kind of major performers this year, obviously Rom didn't have the weekend he wanted. Well, outside of a tremendous Sunday performance in the booth. But Hovland's been one of the more consistent major performers over the past kind of season and a half, two seasons now. Guy who typically performs well at Augusta. So you kind of think he's going to give himself one shot there every year. And then it's just been a guy who's been in the mix elsewhere at, at pretty much every big tournament that you've seen. So really, really got to give kudos to Hovland for just hanging around for, for lack of a better term. Obviously Connors was the big story heading into the final day. Uh, We've guys, we've done this before. Okay. Uh, Connor's, Connor's ball into the mush on 16 on, on Saturday, the ball that got stuck in the face of the bunker and he had to take an unplayable. I thought that was going to be the undoing of his tournament. He actually got it back on the rails, got in at a good number, got himself in the second of the last pair, but pretty early on, it was just clear. He didn't have the shots and that wasn't going to be, it felt to me like Connor's best case scenario was a, maybe six under winner, something like that, where he just kind of had to hang on, maybe go one under par for the day. The bogeys wouldn't kill you because maybe you could make one more. But once Kepka started running away with it and Connors is going to have to play more offense and just get, do something special, it just seemed like it was going to be a tough day for him. But hey, uh, no, no knock on Connors' performance at all. Another major with another Canadian man in the mix. Uh, nice for Connors too, I think, to kind of, you know, alpha dog himself back up there among all the Canadians. We had Mac Hughes in final pairs at the U S open a couple years ago. We had Nick Taylor battling Scheffler at the waste management. We had Svenny baby picking up a win. It was nice for uh, nice for Connors to kind of, uh, you know, solidify himself Uh, remind everyone. If you look at the world golf rankings, he is still the top Canadian. Uh, I mentioned Rory. I don't want to make too much time of him. Pretty whole hum weekend for him. It was actually the major from Rory that you never get. Normally, you get that he shoots himself into the moon and he's not around for the weekend. Normally, you get the in contention heading into Sunday and then shoots himself into the moon. But he actually had just kind of hanging around, occasionally making half runs, Rory McIlroy. And I'm not going to play psychoanalysis of if this was a sign that he's turning things around, that it wasn't the boom or bust, that it was more consistent golf. You know, another near top 10, if he wasn't top 10 at the, or no, he wouldn't have been top 10 because Michael Block uh, clipped him there, I I think. So, but another solid ish result. I'd love to sit here and tell you it means he's going to play well at LA country club or, or it means he's going to play well at, at Royal Liverpool. I don't know. I'm done predicting what what Rory McIlroy is going to do. I won't even do the low-hanging fruit there for me because I, I feel it's unfair to do this if McKee is not here, so I'll just mention it, but I'm not even going to mention it as an excuse for Rory. He was sick as a dog. His recovery rate on Whoop was 22% whatever that means. Apparently really bad. I don't want to know what my recovery rate. They'd be like 22% new all time personal best Brent gunning uh, for your no sleeping self. So McElroy ho hum week for him. And again, I think the storyline that's going to kind of come out of him, come out of this weekend regarding him. And you know, it's very much the, how is everything about the Leafs when it comes to hockey? How is everything about Rory McElroy when it comes to golf? Did Kepka just become the golfer of his generation clip and McElroy by one major. Now, I think Kepka can get to six or seven in his career. I still think Rory can get there. You know, McKee and I, we played this game. We should actually go back and look at what it was, what we set the major number for Brooks at. Uh, I, th- I definitely said he would get to five. I don't think I, I said he wouldn't, but I don't know how many more I gave him after that. After this weekend, I'm giving him a chance at a couple more. Could easily see Kepka getting a six. Seven's not easy, uh, but could could very possibly see that uh, in in the future. All right, one thing I wanted to talk about was the idea of a Tigerless major as well. No Tiger Woods. We know the guy sucks up so much oxygen in the game of golf, sometimes for good, sometimes for bad, sometimes for both. And I'm never, ever going to sit here and tell you I'm so happy that Tiger Woods wasn't a part of the major. I can't bring myself to say it, even if I believe it to be true in my heart of hearts. But the silver lining is... You have more time for just other stuff, okay? Now, my gripe in the past has been great. They have less time. They have less Tiger there, so they have more camera time, and somehow all of it goes to Ricky Fowler. Now that didn't happen this weekend because he didn't make it to the weekend. But a Tigerless major just allows other stories to get told. Now, did too much of the camera time get soaking up by Michael Block? I don't know. Maybe ten percent did. If you're, I'm, I am as cynical as they come, and even I was having my heart warmed by. By everything going on with Michael Block. But the idea of a Tigerless major just allows more of those stories to shine through. Now, the Michael Block story would have got told whether Tiger was there or not, whether Tiger made the cut or not, whether Tiger was in contention or not. They would have found time to tell that story. It's kind of their dream scenario for that championship. But, you know, Tom Kim's mud bath getting the play it did. Just the fact that you're seeing more golf shots, that is a direct tie to not having so much vamping about Tiger Woods or watching him walk to his ball or limp off a green or anything along those lines. So you you know me. The still greatest thing in golf, and God love you Canadian golfers, God love you Rory McIlroy, would be Tiger giving us another 2019 Masters, but that ain't happening. So I'm starting to make uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of my peace with the idea of of Tiger Woods. No longer being a part of our golfing life. Uh, quickly on Michael Block, awesome story. Uh, please don't get milkshake ducked. I, I do not want to hear uh, some some questionable things from his past coming out. Let's just not. Let's just all agree not to look in there. Uh, it's a heartwarming story, and we will take it from here uh, going forward. He's going to play in the Charles Schwab next week. He has been invited to the RBC Canadian Open. Maybe by the time you're hearing this, there's some certainty there. Uh, he could have got himself an auto invite to the Canadian Open or an auto qualification. With the top ten finish, uh, just finishing inside the top fifteen, he's going to get there. Makes just under three hundred k for the week. The guy is charging one hundred and twenty-five bucks for lessons. Uh, he would have to give thousands of those to make up what he made in one weekend of work, albeit uh, he, I guess you could say a lifetime of work to get to this point. Uh, just an awesome story for him. Enjoy the ride as long as it lasts, because uh, who who knows what the rest of this looks like? But even a cold, cold cynic like me couldn't uh, couldn't couldn't get too. Too cynical about a guy like like Michael Block. Uh, just looking at some other things from the weekend. Scheffler again, uh, kind of buried the lead, finished tied for second. Never felt like he was truly a threat to win. That had more to do with Kepka than it did to him. But you know, him and Rom were basically co favorites. I guess Scheffler clipped him by a little by the time the books were closing. But most people high on Rom. I was definitely higher on Rom than I was on Scheffler. And once again, just finds a way to have himself in the in the mix at the major. Are in the mix at a major this is a guy who is always going to continue to be a problem again we have to be careful when we anoint these guys four-time major winners Rory McIlroy four-time major winner how's that looked for for the entirety of his career so careful there, rushing to give Scotty a whole bunch of them but how can you do anything uh but but give the guy credit one other thing I wanted to mention as well begrudgingly have to say the return of Bryson DeChambeau, thick boy himself, no longer actually. The artist formerly known as Thick Boy, Bryson DeChambeau, back in the flesh, wearing non-dumb hats, still looking weird while he putts, and I got to give it up for this guy. I hate to, but I have to. One, looks great. He seems like he's in a much better place mentally. I don't know if the time away did him some good. I don't know if Live is actually just a better place for him. I don't know if he just needed some time out of the immediate spotlight that was his life because he wasn't the, you know, a member of the PGA Tour. He was the PGA Tour with him and Brooks, and that was the rivalry at the heart of it all. I was really, really curious to see how he responded to being paired up with Capcom Saturday, and now it didn't galvanize him to the round of his life or anything like that. That would have been crazy to expect. But it didn't shake him either. Now, I think part of this is that it's all kind of chilled out. Like I said, he is not friend of mind for people. But look, you're still hearing lots of Brooksies. They're they're, they're calling that, that's the most confusing group of all time. They're calling Kepka Blake because of his PMT appearance. They're calling Bryson Brooksy. what what is going on here? But that was a world where that could have easily broke him, kind of sent DeChambeau. Uh, to the to borrow Mitch Marnerism here, to put the shambles back in his brain, if if you will, it could have easily done that for him, and that wasn't the case. He just came through and really handled himself well in a moment that honestly could have been could have been pretty scary for for him. Other guys to note, uh, Justin Rose, he's going to be in the mix at every single one of these majors. He's never going to win one, and I'm going to bet him to finish top 10 every time and feel great about it going forward. Uh, As far as guys who really disappointed, we mentioned Rom. uh, Barely made it to the weekend, but he is already living his best second life, uh, coming for Nick Follow and Paul Azinger's jobs. Please don't do anything to Zinger. Uh, God love him. And I know it's not Faldo anymore, but Colton knows all those guys. They do a great job, uh, but John Rahm is coming. Uh, something tells me you can just make a couple more sheets doing it on the course. Uh, than then holding the mic right now. All right. That's all I got. I just want to do uh, a rapid fire. Some emergency takes, I really thought Rory was gonna win, and I was just gonna come in here and scream in the mic for an hour forty-five, uh, making Cuthbert wait to do the morning show. Uh, but I wanted to get this out to you. Uh, I'll have it out after I'm done the morning show today. Wherever you get your pods, thanks for listening to golf show. McKee and I back on Saturday. RBC Canadian Open. It's creeping just around the corner, a couple of weeks away. We were just at Oak Hills for that. We'll be at Oakdale for the RBC Canadian Open. Uh, that's been the golf show with me, Brent Gunning on SportsNet Five Nine of the Fan.